0: and gentlemen, welcome back. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Took an extended day to get this out. But we're back. Welcome to Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them. I am your host, Kyle. We're going to uh we're gonna get a little discussion out here about the Thursday games that have happened already. There were three being Thanksgiving week. And then we'll talk about some of the matchups we like on the Sunday and Monday slate this week. Uh, Starting off the 12 o'clock game on Thursday, the Buffalo Bills beat the Detroit Lions 28-25. Rough game, Bills fight back in to win it. Josh Allen 24-42, 253, two touchdowns, one pick. Leads the lead, or the team rushing with 78 yards on the ground and a touchdown devin singletary 14 carries for 72 yards himself isaiah mckenzie six catches 96 yards and a touchdown steph Diggs eight for 77 and a touchdown and the crucial catch with uh less than 60 seconds in the clock to put him in field goal range to seal the game gabe davis goes 4 of 38 the detroit lions on the other hand Jared Goff, 23 of 37, 240 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Jamal Williams, 66 yards on the ground and one touchdown. He has a fumble as well. Um, DeAndre Swift, 19 yards rushing. He hits four catches for 24 yards as well. DJ Chark, two catches, 16 and a touch. Amander St. Brown, nine catches, 122 yards and a touch. St. Brown continuing to prove that he is going to be one of the better young receivers in the league going forward. Uh, The big news out of this game, though, Von Miller out for an extended period of time here. A tear in his knee. Not an ACL, thankfully. But further testing is being undergone to see exactly the extent and how long he will be out for as Buffalo continues to deal with that injury bug on defense. The 4 o'clock game, the Cowboys hold on beat the Giants 28 to 20. Daniel Jones 21 of 35, 228 yards, three touchdowns or one touchdown, sacked 3 times. Saquon Barkley 39 yards rushing. Darius Slayton leads the way receiving, three catches, 63 yards. The Cowboys Dak Prescott 21 of 30, two passing touchdowns, two interceptions. Zeke Elliott, 91 yards and a rushing touchdown on the ground. Tony Pollard, 60 yards on the ground. CeeDee Lamb, six catches, 106 yards. Dalton Schultz, five or four receptions for 31 yards and two touchdowns on the day. The Cowboys uh kind of handily beat the Giants. And uh I don't think it was ever as close as it seems on the score. And then the late game, the Vikings and the Patriots. Vikings hold on to beat the Patriots 33-26. Mac Jones has a solid day. 28 of 39, 382 yards, two touchdowns, sack three times. Ramondre Stevenson, 36 yards rushing. Adds another nine catches for 76 yards receiving. Devontae Parker, four catches for 80 yards. Nelson Aguilar, six of 65 and a touch. The Vikings... Kirk Cousins, 30 of 37, 299 yards, 3 touchdowns, 1 pick. Dalvin Cook, 42 yards rushing. Justin Jefferson, 9 catches, 139 yards passing, and 1 touchdown. Adam Thielen, 9 for 61 in a touch. And TJ Hawkinson, 5 for 43 in a touch. Um, Minnesota continues to run away with a high-scoring record here. But on to the... Sunday slate for your fantasy football needs. Progressing over getting open the options and what we're looking into here. Uh, One I can start off with without even having to look at the list. I like a lot of Seattle this week. Um, Vegas is a team that has not done well against the pass at all. Geno Smith has continued to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league to this point. He's still a top tenner. And you're going to have a good matchup with someone like Marquise Goodwin against a weak slot corner there. you got to hope for the best. Obviously, Josh Allen had a good game against Detroit that happened the other day. Uh, The second best matchup this week is Houston Texans, and I'm not picking Kyle Allen to be a stud. But Geno does get the third best matchup. Justin Herbert, a very good matchup as well against the Cardinals. Um, If you have him, he's been on and off all year. He's fallen out of being quarterback one, but I think he'll be more than good this week. The Rams got themselves a nice matchup, but Bryce Perkins is going to be the guy getting the start there. I'm not sold on wanting to have Bryce Perkins without Cooper Cup. Allen Robinson is worth your play in that scenario. Maybe even Van Jefferson in deeper leagues, but um, yeah, I don't love the thought of Bryce Perkins leading me places. The Colts get the Steelers. Steelers have allowed 27th, or the 27th most points, or are 27th against the quarterback, shall I say. Um, that being said, Alec Pierce is a decent matchup. Um, not a bad match when it comes to Michael Pittman, but I really like Paris Campbell as well this week. Um, so the Colts... Take your run if you're looking for a flex play, someone to fill in. Then again, you should have a full lineup pending injuries this week. Not a whole bunch in terms of buys. Actually, no buys. Um, Joe Burrow has a very good matchup against the Titans. I'm thinking Burrow's going to go over 300 yards. The The news came out earlier today they're not expecting Jamar Chase. That means fire up T. Higgins. I really like the option of T. Higgins putting up a ton of points, a couple touchdowns as well. Washington has a good matchup, but, again, Taylor Heineke is just not very awe-inspiring. They're winning games, but he's not doing much to get them there. The Baltimore Ravens here, um, they have the Jags. Lamar continues to be a top-six quarterback. Lamar's got to be fired up. If you're looking DFS, Lamar might also be your play there. Derek Carr's got a good matchup. I'm kind of just fading Derek Carr the rest of the season. That team is shot. Same goes with Marcus Merida. Same goes with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, the opposite end here, you know, you've got tough matchups for Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to read that tough matchup, and I'm going to avoid it. The The Packers have stumbled and against a very strong Philly. I could see Philadelphia taking them to the woodshed this week. Um, I don't need the second option. The Broncos play the Panthers. Sam Darnold's your new quarterback for Carolina. So, yep, yeah, we'll sell on that. Tua Togo talking about Lola against the Texans. Texans have allowed the third least points to quarterbacks. They've been very good, but I think it's because half the time teams are beating them and they don't need to pass to beat Houston. I think Miami's mostly a passing team. I do think Jeff Wilson's going to be a high commodity this week, given this option. But I think two will still be able to put points up here um Ryan Tannehill the opposite end here they've got the Bengals Bengals have actually been very good against quarterbacks not looking to fire up Tannehill Jared Goff had a tougher game uh Jalen Hurts has a tough tough game against the Packers but we know Jalen Hurts isn't just a passing quarterback and he's gonna make something happen on the ground you're good to fire him up uh Chicago Justin Fields has made himself quarterback four right now however he is a little bit dinged up. That shoulder's not great, and they've also decided to elevate Nathan Peterman. You're probably going to not be with Justin Fields with that shoulder this week. Pat Mahomes' tough match or tougher match against the Rams. He'll be okay this week. Uh, on to running back. So the best matchup we already discussed. Jeff Wilson Jr. Raheem Mostert is down. They don't have a number two anymore there. Wilson is your guy this week if you are doing daily fantasy, he's worth your fire up. Uh Leonard Fournette officially out. Rashad White getting the start. They did upgrade Gio Bernard from the IR. So Gio Bernard might eat into some of those Rashad White snaps, but it's the Rashad or the Rashad White show this week, guys. Arizona's on this list. Um, Arizona faces a good matchup against the Chargers. They're 30th in the league against the run. Uh, James Conner continues to score points, but that's kind of all he is at this point is touchdown dependent. He has yardage isn't there. He missed three straight games from week six to week eight. Um, I mean, he's had 10 plus points since returning, but 45, 69 and 42 point or rushing yards. It's, it's hanging out of touchdowns. They'll probably be scoring with him, but I don't necessarily love the option. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker this week has the Raiders. The Raiders are the 29 team in the league against the run. I love the Kenneth Walker option this week. Um, quite honestly, I have Kenneth Walker dialed up on daily fantasy. Kenneth Walker and Jeff Wilson Jr. in that option. Uh, Michael Carter a tough matchup or a good matchup against the Bears, but we don't know how that offense is going to look. I'm if you're desperate for a. Running back, go Carter and Robinson. We don't know what the Mike White-led Jets offense is with them benching Zach Wilson. Josh Jacobs is a very good matchup uh, at 405. He's still the fifth-ranked running back. He gets the Seattle Seahawks, who are 27th in the league, like firing him up. Denver is avoidable. Uh, Javante Williams is out. They caught Melvin Gordon. Chase Edmonds is on the IR. Latavius Murray your number one. And outside of, like... Since going to Denver, he's had two games under 10 points, one game at 10 points, and two games over 10 points. Nothing over 20 points. I get that they should be able to run the ball against Carolina, but I don't trust Latavius Murray. Cam Akers is interesting this week. Um, He's kind of finally getting the the lead. He had 14 carries last week. Then they cut Daryl Henderson. Um, You got to expect Cam Akers as the top dog. Kyron Williams did see some carries. He was able to put 36 yards up, so, I mean, in daily fantasy, if you want a real sleeper flex, Kyron Williams might be your guy. Um, I don't necessarily think you should you should start either of them, but this is the point where if you are still a cam makers owner, this might start putting your investment back on track. Baltimore's got a solid matchup against the Jags. Kenyon Drake's been up and down. It seems like games where he should be really good. He hasn't been. Miles Sanders should be able to bust it open against the Packers. The Packers are notably bad against the run. Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts to take care of them pretty easily. Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, a good matchup again. These guys didn't really perform last week. They should have had a great matchup against the Texans. Uh, Robinson only had six points. Gibson didn't do a whole bunch more. Gibson had 13 points. So, like, two guys that should have really hung points on the Texans, and neither of them did much of anything. Uh, The Chargers, the Cardinals, are 20th in the league. Austin Eckler's still running back one. You're obviously going to dial him up and play him. Uh, To the optimal, Green Bay should have a decent matchup, and I think you're going to see Green Bay use a lot. Aaron Jones is running back nine. You're going to want to fire him up. um, But the same goes like, AJ Dillon has had an up-and-down year. I think this is the week they're going to have to really rely on the running back. So AJ Dillon's not a bad option as a flex if you've been looking for a sleeper or have something there. The far side here, the tougher matchups, Delvin Cook saw that the other day. He didn't really run well. Um, the Saints have a tough matchup against the Niners, and Elvin Kamara has not been good for the last four games now, uh, failing to get over 50 yards for the last four straight uh the game before that, the 42 point game from the Raiders. So I think the Saints are being figured out. I, I don't think you have to start Elvin Kamara. Nick Chubb, a tough matchup against the Bucks. I think they'll be able to stifle. Honestly, the Bills uh did stifle Chubb last week. Obviously, a lot runs through Cleveland there. But Chubb is Chubb is it. That's it. That's all they have is Nick Chubb. So good luck with that same goes Atlanta. Atlanta, cordero patterson tyler algier they have a tough matchup against the commanders can probably f- kind of balk on those guys everyone's buck wild with Samaje p ryan this week because joe mixon is out and i think samaj p ryan has the writing on the wall to be just a, a stumble someone's gonna re- or rely on him too much because joe mixon was a name the titans are still six in the league against the running backs Samaje Perine might be a pass catching back, but that's the only appeal he has. And if they're going to have a better way of taking that over, i.e., T or T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, they're going to utilize that first. So I don't think that you really have to think that Samaje Perine is the end all be all this week. Um, tough matchup for Travis Etienne as well. He's kind of stumbled the last couple weeks. Um, twenty seven or twenty eight but he came back down to earth with 10 points against the Chiefs in week 10 and then faced the bye. Uh, I think you're going to be looking more closer to that 10 points this week than the weeks he's been on. Tight end-wise here, Gerald Everett, one of the best matchups of the week. He's tight end 15. I really like dialing up Everett this week, especially that he's healthy, and we know that they've got to be looking to get that pass game going with the Chargers. Oh, after that, you're looking at the the Raiders. I would say Darren Waller, but we're talking Foster Moreau here. Foster Moreau's actually had a couple good games. Um the Colts, he should have had a good game. He had 13 points. Um New Orleans he, he has been very tough against tight ends. He went 6 catches, 31 yards. Stumbled a bit about against Denver. Um but I think I really do like Foster Moreau this week or first Foster Moreau this week. As an option, Vegas has to get the ball moving quick. Tight end might be their best option on the field. Houston's had a good matchup, but again, who do you trust? Brevin Jordan's a young hand. OJ Howard started the year hot. Jordan Aiken came in and suddenly has developed. I don't think you're going to want to start any of them unless you're in a very, very deep dynasty league. Seattle's got a good matchup, but they're kind of in the same boat. Noah Fant's tight end 24. Will Disley's tight end 22. Uh, Kobe Parkinson's tight end 41 there's really no rhyme or reason of how they're targeting their tight ends. I would say Font's worth at least a, a daily fantasy play if you're looking for it. Um, but other than that, probably just like a, a prop bet on his yardage. Cause I think that's a 24 and a half again. And that's always a good take on Noah Font, Arizona, Trey McBride. He's looking to build off of last week Four catches, on four targets for 14 yards, and his real debut as the starter. Um, They are without Zach Ertz, and he's got a good matchup this week against the Chargers. Not going to tell you to fire him up, but it's not a bad option. David Njoku uh, no longer has an injury designation after yesterday. He's 10-14, and he's got a very strong matchup against the Bucs. So Njoku might really be the secret to Cleveland staying alive there this week. Logan Thomas, good matchup as well. He's got the Falcons. They're 25th in the league. TJ Hawkinson uh obviously had a touchdown the other day. That was a Thursday game. Hunter Henry the same had a very good matchup there. The far side. Uh Travis Kelsey has a tough matchup this week, but he's Travis Kelsey. We uh we don't really care at this point. Atlanta, Kyle Pitts done for the year, so no one's gonna take Anthony Furksker. St. Fran's got a tough matchup. George Kittle faces the Saints. Um they faced the Chargers and should have had a cakewalk matchup and only had three points two weeks ago. 12 points against the Rams, 21 against the Chiefs, and 24 against the Cardinals, but he's been far from consistent. I'm going to tell you, Kittle's not going to do it this week. The Saints have been very tough, so I think George Kittle stumbles a bit back this week. Taylor Conklin, he's continued to be a roller coaster. We don't need to start him. Kate Otten, he's been fun. He's been getting consistent targets, but a very tough matchup this week, so we can fade Kate Otten. Seems gonna go here out of the Giants. We don't care about any of them. Jawan Johnson's been the hot name. He made himself become a top ten tight end target. He's now tight end eight, but he's got a very tough matchup this week. Um, he's been over ten points the last three games, but he's also been tight or he's been touchdown dependent the last three games. Um, Baltimore, he only had two targets. The Rams, he only had four targets. Pittsburgh, he had seven targets, caught five for forty four and one touchdown. That's his biggest game in the last four weeks. Arizona was the easiest matchup. They're a terrible team against ends, and he went 5-5 for 32 and two touchdowns. He's an incredibly uh, touchdown-dependent player, and this is not the week where I think it's going to hit. Two receivers. Um, We already talked about Indy's options. Terry McLaren has one of the best matchups of the week. I'm going to actually try to pull up all of my uh, wide receiver cornerback charts here. I really like McLaren, though, this week. That's one of the better matchups. As is, I mean, we already talked I talked Zay Jones. I do really like Zay Jones here. I gotta find where's week twelve? Come on, Roto Baller. Alright. Uh so we already talked T Higgins very strong matchup this week. Josh Palmer. Marco Wilson's allowed almost 13 points a week. I like Josh Palmer coming in. I don't think you're going to get Mike Williams back most likely. Um, So at least that's a hot hit. Terry McLaren's got A.J. Terrell. We know what Terrell's done, but Terrell's also almost averaged 17 points against per game. Marilyn Humphreys is expected to see Zay Jones. Humphreys allowed almost 15 points per game. Carolina. um, J.C. Horn's expected to shift to... Might be shifting outside now because of the fact that they, they won't have Jerry Judy. Uh, that could shift how I feel about the Cortland Sutton game. on Burks, very tough game against Cincy, so we can avoid him. Denard Robinson. Uh No, Denarius Robinson, I believe. D Robinson from, from Baltimore, so I'm blanking on his name. Great matchup against Tyson Campbell. If he's healthy, and I say if because he did carry an injury designation, we really want to fire him up. Uh, Campbell's allowing almost 16 points a game. Allen Robinson gets Trent McDuffie, the rookie. He's allowing 18 a game. That's completely subjective to how you feel about Bryce Perkins. Marquez Val- Valdez-Scantling. Expected to see Jalen Ramsey, who's still averaging 15 points against per game. Michael Pittman faces Cam Sutton, who's allowing 17. Jamar Chase was expected to get Christian Fulton, who allows fi- uh, 15. Chase is most likely not playing now. Uh p- p- Chase Claypool, tough matchup this week against the Jets with DJ Reed. Same does go here for uh, EQ St. Brown. Dardell Mooney out of the slot might be the best bet against Michael Carter. So I think if Chicago moves the ball through the air, Dardell Mooney's your best bet. Um, Nick westbrook of kind gets Eli Apple. That, that in itself should set everything up you need right there. Terrace Marshall, decent matchup against Damari Mathis, the rookie out of Denver. He's held his own, though, for being a late-round pick. Um, Tough matchups here for Devonta Smith, Tyreek Hill, and George Pickens. Uh, Smith draws Rasul Doug- Douglas, who is allowed less than six points a game. Tyreek Hill is expected to see Steven Nelson. He's allowing less than seven points a game. And uh, George Pickens expected to see Brandon Fackison, who's allowing less than seven a game. Tyquan Thornton obviously played. He had a decent matchup, and he didn't really hit. Debo Samuel has Alante Taylor. That should be a favorable matchup for Debo. Alec Pierce, we talked about earlier. He's expecting to see Levi Wallace, who's allowing 15 points a game. Uh, T. Higgins, if he's not switching over to get Christian Fulton, he's still going to get Roger McCreary, who's allowing about 14 a game. Uh, Curtis Samuel has Isaiah Oliver, who's allowing 14 a game. Shy Smith, I think we can just not worry about him. Sang Basie, uh, Basie from Denver is allowing less than four per game. Quez Watkins, decent matchup against Darnell Savage, coming off safety, playing slot corner. Marquise Goodwin gets Meek Robinson. He's allowing almost 13 per game. Traquan Smith, one of my favorite low-end matchups of the game if you need a real desperate flex start. He gets Jimmy Ward, who's allowing 14 a game. Traquan Smith has averaged almost five targets a game. So this might be the Traquan Smith breakout game here. You get it usually once a year. He's very touchdown dependent, but five catches for 50 and a touchdown? Sounds really good if you're in a PPR. you got 16 points out of a guy who's sitting on your waiver wire. And that'll about do it. Guys, we thank you for jumping on, for listening. Hopefully we help you out here this week. We're getting towards the back half of the fantasy playoff push. Uh, Shout out to our sponsor, Kyle at Chicken Dippin'. Hit him up online, chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dipping on Instagram. Use code 716 for 15% off your order. But until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.